Hi, y'all. My name is Kennedy Tippins. Welcome back to my podcast, Rooted. I would like to apologize. We did not have a episode last week. I wish I had a legitimate like reason for that, but I don't. My legitimate reason is last week I wasn't really. I needed I needed a mind break from editing and recording and researching. And so I took one. Uh, The really good thing about doing a podcast by yourself is that you can kind of make your own schedule. And I normally am pretty good about sticking to the schedule, but last week I just kind of decided to take a break. And I wish that I could tell y'all that this episode, um, this episode was going to be super bright and cheery and encouraging. Well, I do hope it is encouraging. It is going to be a little bit of a rough a rough go. Um I started this podcast with the intention of not backing away from hard topics. There's been a few topics that fit underneath this category that I have been asked multiple times to speak on. And uh, I haven't. I uh, am kind of gonna. I'm kind of gonna get into why that is in a little bit, but I think it's because I have a lot more personal investment, and I didn't really feel like I was qualified to speak on some of this stuff. But I would like to give. Uh, kind of a warning. I don't normally do warnings at the beginning of episodes, but this is a sexual immorality and identity episode. I know that you guys probably saw that in the title and it's a little more kind of aggressive uh, title where maybe you kind of looked at it twice. Like I know Kennedy did not release something like this, but I did. Uh, I'm going to tell y'all some of the topics that I'm going to be discussing in this and I really really hope that you guys listen but I also understand if you uh, turn it off right now because some of these topics I'm going to be talking about are sex before marriage and same sex sex and porn and purity and pretty much all things that fall underneath the category of sexual immorality and what the Bible says about them. And I am also going to be discussing a lot of stuff involving the LGBTQ plus community and stuff that is going to be really uncomfy to talk about. And uh, so I'm going to give you like a quick five second break where I'm going to stop talking and that's your time to pause and back out if you would like to back out now. Yep, there's your break. So, oh gosh, I don't even know where to start. So sexual immorality is, I just feel like sex in general is such a tiptoe topic in the church and it shouldn't be. Because I do believe that God created sex for good. And as literally everything good on this earth, us as humans have kind of made it 
a way to be uh, distant with God. And when you don't use it for the right purposes, it can be very harmful. And so I do believe that the church should do a better job at talking about sex more regularly because even that word is like a ugh, like, like, I don't know. I just kind of feel gross just saying it and I shouldn't, but it's, I think it's because it is such a hush hush topic, especially with girls, um, specifically, and this is where things are going to get a little rough for me, but I'm going to make it through specifically porn. I think that actually, I don't think I know boys from a uh, lot younger stage of life get talked to about porn and it is not a regular discussion, but most of my guy friends that I have kind of talked to about this subject um, and just kind of wanted to get their intake on this they have all told me every single one yeah well like my parents talked to me about that or like my church camp told me about that or just whoever in their life my youth pastor whoever and as a girl who I'm not going to say very openly because there's a lot of people that are probably listening to this in my life that didn't know that I still to this day have a big struggle with porn and yes it's getting a lot better than it was and I'm kind of seeing the road to recovery but years I have struggled with this and my female friends that I bring it up to either a are like I have no idea what you're talking about and you uh, like kind of they don't mean to but they kind of shame you in the fact that like they're kind of disgusted by you and they don't want you to know that like they want to love you and stuff but like for females to struggle with porn I feel like it's it's um it can be really hard I'm not saying that it's not hard for guys because it's the same sin but girls are not talked to enough about it and um you either have that or you have your friends that also struggle with it that didn't like when you bring it up to another girl that struggles she is shocked that um she'll be shocked that like you brought it up because it's so rare. Like my friends that I've asked and been like, Hey, I really struggle with this. Is this something that you also struggle with or something like that? They'll stare at you and be like, no way. Like I didn't know that other girls struggle with this. And you hear like, you're not the only one, you're not alone, but it's such a shameful, a shameful thing. And, um, it can be really hard. And the reason that I wanted to talk about this, because all sexual immorality is the same. So my porn addiction is the same as, you know, maybe those friends in my life that I know are having sex before marriage. And I know that that's not the Lord's wishes. And that is just as much sin as, I'm going to say it because this is a lot more sensitive just due to kind of like I've already been getting backlash on this topic and I haven't even released an episode on it, but same sex marriage. So two guys having sex, it's all the same. And uh, I 
so much do not want to be talking about this right now because I I struggle with sexual immorality and I think everyone does to an extent everyone does unless you live under a rock there's no way that you can live in the real world and not uh not just like have that human like attraction and I heard a pastor say one time I think I've said it on here before but he said that the issue isn't you know like a girl walking by in the mall with uh, a crop top on or whatever the issue isn't that a guy is like looking at her or like turns his head towards her the issue is the lack of self-control in the second look So we are made to be attracted to the opposite sex, but we are also need to learn how to step into that self-control. And the lack of self-control is something I think we all struggle with, whether it's a sexual level, whether it's not a sexual level. It's just something really important that I think we need to tap into. I'm going to read from uh, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. It talks about, starting in verse 12, avoiding sexual sin. And it says, you say, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you, even though I am allowed to do anything. If you go a little bit further down, kind of into verses 14, it says, but you can't say that our bodies were made for sexual immorality. They were made for the Lord and the Lord cares about our bodies. Then if you go even further down, In verse 18, same chapter 6, it says, Run from sexual sin. No other sin clearly affects the body just as much as this one. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Do you not realize how much your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. For God bought you with high price and you must honor God with your body. So... That verse, it's going to be the only verse that I am going to have on this episode. I might have episodes kind of breaking down specific sexual immoralities, but um, but I think that those few verses from chapter 6 are all we need for this because it's pretty straightforward. Do not be sexually immoral. Your body belongs to God. And uh, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. It's a temple. And here is something that I was doing a lot of thinking on uh, the other day. Because I was thinking about a certain situation in my life where uh, I'm not going to say a really good friend of mine, but a a decently good friend of mine uh, was having uh, sex before marriage with her boyfriend. And she would say, well, I know that I'm going to marry him. And she was like, when you have someone like that, you'll understand. And I just could not fathom that. I could fathom like wanting to have sex with like my future husband, but I can't fathom basing my relationship off of sex. And, uh, and... So then I was just kind of pondering because she's not in that relationship anymore. And I'm seeing how much she loves Jesus and I'm seeing her growth and stuff. And 
I was thinking one day that, you know, maybe she'll never get her virginity back. But I'm going to say something a little controversial that uh, I don't have biblically backed up. So this is my opinion on what I think I know. Um, I don't think God cares about your virginity. I think he cares about your purity. So I there's this stigma that once you lose your virginity, that you're like beyond, like you'll never get that back. Like you're beyond help. Like that's something that you can never take back. But the cross says otherwise. Physically, no, you can't take it back. But that doesn't revoke your right to forgiveness. The thing about it is the cross brought purity to all of us, whether it was sexual sin, whether it was other sin. No one can tell you that you are not worth forgiving. And there is no amount of sexual sin that can put you past that. And I just want to kind of be an encouragement to anyone that's listening to this to identify your sexual sin and try to see it's so hard try to kind of break the cycle and that's really hard for me to say because I haven't figured out how to do it yet and I'm I'm seeing it and I know that Jesus is the answer but I can't give you like a how-to manual on how to break cycle of sexual sin and that's really hard for me to say because selfishly I would very much like to be able to give that to you because that that means that I figured it out but I haven't figured it out and so that's kind of the first half of the episode is the uh, sexual immorality and sin part let's talk about the second the second uh, part of this episode we're gonna talk about identity and here's where things are gonna get a little dicey um so I'm not even gonna dance around the subject the I I don't even want to say the whole LGBTQ plus community because that's not true because I have had friends in my life that were gay that um, that were not like this and they knew that it was not biblically correct to be gay and that their attraction to the same sex was a sin and, and immorality because that wasn't how God intended and created us to be. And I have seen what that looks like, but I've also, the majority of the people in my life that are in that community, that is their identity. Their identity is their sexuality. And I think that that's why there's such a stigma and a divide between Christians and that community because because there's no way for Christians to love 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 them the way that 
they would like to be loved without validating their sin because we can't love them for who they are and for who God created them to be because their identity, who they are as people is their sexuality and their sin. So I think that that's why there's such a big divide because I'm just going to be a little honest. You don't like even during, I wouldn't consider myself this now because I'm very kind of far down the road. But when I was a lot younger and was essentially a porn addict, I wasn't waving a flag saying, Hey, I'm a porn addict and it's women, it's woman empowerment. And, uh, because I knew that it was a sin and Yes, there was a, there was some shame with that, but I only felt shame from the world. I never felt shame from God. Like there was never a time where I felt like I couldn't talk to God, even in the like the worst moments. There was never a time where I was like, I can't open up my Bible right now, and that is part of the reason that I'm so far along in my road to recovery, and I think. Uh, that part of the issue with that community is there is a flag and it is being waved in everyone's faces and um, and I can't love like there were friends in my life that were bi and I couldn't love them for like I couldn't love them for how funny they were or how caring they were or how beautiful they were because all they could see was that I didn't accept their sexuality and that was who they were. And if I didn't accept that one piece of them, nothing else in my opinion mattered. And that is why there was this divide and they didn't want to be my friend anymore. Suddenly I was homophobic and I didn't care about them. And I was just that raging Christian that wouldn't shut up about whatever. But, um, But I want to talk about in Ephesians 2, it says, Instead, we are God's accomplishment, created in Christ Jesus to do good things. God planned for these good things to be the way that we live our lives. So I kind of want to kind of want to touch on that for a second and just talk about how I find my identity in Christ and he is my good thing. And while, yes, I may have uh, some sins, and actually I have a lot of sin. I have a lot of sins under my belt. The thing about it is, is that I don't label myself as a porn addict, even if it was true once in my life, because my sexual sin does not define me, the cross and the Lord's forgiveness does, and his goodness endures forever. And so therefore, if you take one look at me and you say, nothing you say matters because you're a porn addict and you're just as bad as all of these people that are going around and having sex before marriage, knowing it's a sin and just kind of throwing it in God's face, then you don't really understand what the gospel actually means because I'm set free from things. Whether I messed up today, yesterday, or tomorrow, no amount of sin can keep me from the forgiveness of God. And I'm you know, I'm using me as an example a lot. I feel like I'm using me as an example more than I should because 
I don't know. I just, um, I'm just really uncomfortable with the amount that I'm using myself as a, as an example, but I understand that my testimony can maybe help someone else, even though I don't have a how-to guide or a manual. I have Jesus and I have the same Jesus that you guys have and could have and that forgiveness is offered to us and that purity is there for us to take. And the thing about purity is, is that once you have it, no one can take it from you besides yourself. And my, when I was growing up, my children's pastor at the church, she used to do this like fun little VBS trick where she would have this like murky water that was like, she would pour red and black and like it would turn like brown. She had this uh, cross, this wooden cross. And she would tell us, she was like, this water represents all the bad things in life and your sin and blah, blah. And then she would take the cross and she would dunk it in the water. And I don't know like how it worked, but she, the cross would make the water completely clear. And she would say, the only thing that can dirty up this water again is yourself. And she would make sure to say though, is that even if it gets murky again, that cross is still there and you pick it up every day and you you accept that forgiveness and you walk out your faith. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to walk out my faith. And I want you to know that if you're listening to this and you struggle with any of these things, whether it's porn, whether it's having sex before marriage, whether it's same sex, sex, whether it's anything else, I just want you to know that you are still so loved and you are valued and you are not defined by your sexuality. And if you're struggling with the way that you have positioned your sexuality to be your identity, I just want you to know that there's freedom for that and that you can ask for it. You can pray. And that doesn't have to be your identity anymore. I'm really glad that I... um recorded this episode even though I cried for like 30 minutes before recording this I'm literally laying across my bedroom floor I'm really uh I'm really happy that I that I recorded it I love you all I hope that that was encouraging in some kind of weird twisted way uh because it is a really hard subject to talk on and I'm probably going to cry a little bit after this but I believe that the Lord has planted some seeds in this episode and I would like for you guys to feed them and make them grow and have an amazing testimony that you can share about maybe your own sexual sins and talk about the road to recovery and yeah I love you all. I will see you guys here next week.